Good morning, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportsland here on Scarif Bay Community Radio in association with Dale Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. And on today's show, it's all hurling, camogie and a small bit of rugby as the Munster Championships get up and up and running and in the week coming week ahead from under minor and under 21 hurlers. We're going to be joined by the member of the minor management, uh, Donna Maloney, and declare under 20 manager, uh, Terence Fehi. And then we're going to be joined by a member of the Clare Camogie Management, Brendan Foley, a day embark on a tour of the country with the weekend with a junior trip to Antrim and a senior trip to the Rag and Tipperary. And now we're delighted to be joined on the line by a member of the Clare Minor Management uh, team, well-known local men and men who's done an awful lot for hurling, not only in East Clare, but in, in, in Clare as a whole. Um, All-Ireland, three-time All-Ireland Under-21 winner, Munster Minor uh, manager, giant manager winner, is the one and only Donald Maloney. Donald, you're welcome once again to Scarif Bay Community Radio. How are you doing, Leo? Good, good to talk to you. No bother. Good to talk to you, uh, Donald. Donald, um, it's the coming in towards the, towards the end of March and, uh, and the, the, the evenings are getting that bit longer and it's the time of the year for the minor championship to start and a feast of hurling over the next seven or, seven or eight weeks as the, as the championship kicks into full swing. Donald, um, how have preparations gone and everybody raring for road? Yeah, no, they've been good. Um, they've been good. The, the um, last few weeks have been relatively uninterrupted. Um, a lot of the college teams, I suppose Arts Call were the last remaining college team that had a, a large cohort of our players. Um, which um, <clears throat> once they once they were defeated, I suppose we had relatively uninterrupted access to the players. So lads have trained very very well, and they're 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 looking forward to. To, to getting going in, uh, next week. And Donald, you know, even though it's March, preparations have been ongoing for the last uh, three or four months and it wants to, you know, it comes around very, very quick. Oh, absolutely. It flies around and, um, you know, these boys, these are the, I suppose, the second group to come out of the, 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 new, the, new, the new structure. Um, so they're... Um, they've been training, you could say, for three or four years, uh, to be perfectly honest. Um They've been in the system since they were since they're fourteen uh, or thirteen, probably a lot of them. Um, and uh, yeah, so they it comes around it comes around very very quickly. But um, they they have prepared very very well. Um, good good coaching team and strength and conditioning team. So they've they've worked very very hard with them. And Donald, I suppose you know, even though last year unfortunately getting beaten a penalty shootout, which is we don't ever agree with in a monster final, and running the eventual champions or Ireland or eventual champions, awfully very very close in the semi final, it has created great momentum and you know created a great buzz even for this team to follow on. Yeah, no, it, it, all the young fellas now are aspiring. Once they come in at fourteen. Um, they're aspiring to to get into the the minor squads or the or the Celtic Challenge squad uh, because it isn't it isn't just about the minor squad. This is under seventeen level. Um, there's a lot of development to go in a young fella after that, right? So we even even under seventeen squad as well, and they'd be equally as, or, or a Celtic Challenge squad that would be equally as important. Um, and they they do the same same level of training, same amount of training as the, as the full minor squad. So. Um, but yeah, I think that the the critical thing for us is to be as competitive as possible in Munster, and to uh, if we can get out of Munster, um, it opens up. Well, last year it opened up uh, three additional games, which is 
hugely beneficial uh, for for the players. So, if we could get into the All Ireland series, to be to be really good. And, and Donald, last year obviously there was groups. Last year, this time it's a different format. It's, it's you have to play every team, and you know it is going to be a, a hectic schedule. It is, yeah, it is. It's it's, um, and you're probably talking about the most competitive province. Um, uh, whereas there's, there's there's no easy game in Munster. Whereas in Leinster, you possibly could come across maybe a team that mightn't be as strong, right? But uh, in Munster, uh, each one of the five counties, uh, one of them is <coughs> strong as the next, and it's as prepared as the next, right? So there's absolutely there's no game you could say is going to be any gimme here. Um, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to be really challenging. And Donald Patty, I was just wondering, you know, is the I know there's a lot of games coming together, which is the same for everybody, but do you think that players and probably mentors as well are much happier with the, the, the new ratio of training to matches as opposed to the old days when you spent you know, three or four months with a couple of challenges for maybe one or two days out? Are players delighted to look forward to a long campaign? Yeah, well, even last year, um, when they split the groups first, uh, the view was they were going to only go with two games. Like so, the minimum or the, the minimum games you'd get if you didn't qualify with two groups of three was two. Um, so we we didn't accept that last year. And the county board fought it, and they changed it. Are um, the changes in in place, and they they put in playoffs and stuff like that. Right? Um, it's critical um, for young fellas to get get. Um, you know, some experience uh, in a competitive environment at this at this age level. So, the fact that they're going to get four games is going to be is going to be really really good for them, and um, it it'll really help their development. As, and it's similar to Celtic Challenge, they're going to get a minimum of three. I think um, we hope they go they go further than that, right? But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really really important to get a number of games. And yeah, we've two games back to back, and then you have a break, and I think two back to back. So. It's 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 uh, it's not a bad setup at all. Yeah, and I suppose the other p- point about those games is, you know, with injuries, loss of form, whatever, about you know, exhaustion even for for some lads maybe. Um, the fact a fellow that's maybe thinking he's only twenty four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, in the in the rankings knows he has something to fight for because he may well be required with with the with the amount of games coming up and the pressure on on fellas to stay fit. So you know, there's an incentive there for everybody. Oh, absolutely, and and like we keep the squad fairly tight. We're only about maybe twenty nine lads in the squad in the first squad, um, which we can pull from the Celtic Challenge as well as required. But uh, a lot can change in a, you know when the person guy is sixteen going on seventeen, a lot can change in a few months. Um, you know, if they're still growing, right? Um, you know, we've seen we've seen maybe challenges or issues with the the you know lads still going through their growth spurt and. Yeah, maybe aches, muscles, and aches and stuff associated with that, right? Um, and you know that's all that's all part. But they're still they're still developing, they're still growing, and we just got to take that into account as well, right? So, so it's a great opportunity for lots of lads to to, to maybe get game time in, in the monster championship. And just to finish on the point we're on there as regards the age group as well, the rest and all the games. I suppose it is a great. It was relief in a sense that at the way it's gone now and the way it's set up that you don't have the added worry about the serious exam like the leaving cert at that level. So I suppose that's a kind of a, a break as well. Yeah, well, I suppose the young fellas never worried about that because all the parents, right? <laughs> no, well, the parents so, so, would, yeah. So, um, <laughs> they never, never bothered them whatsoever. Um, but uh, I think from a parent's perspective, you know, they, they stressed that the 
you know, uh, a guy that's been in school maybe five, six years um, and you know, looking for X amount of points to get a certain college place. Um, yeah, it does add extra stress at, at that time for a parent, whether it's injury or lack of study time or whatever. Yeah. But generally, you know, I found that, um, that the top players always did well in the exams as well, right? So um, it, it, it went hand in hand, right? Um, most of these lads uh, would be would be accomplished in both, right? But yeah, it it, it is. It gives them a free run at it. They don't have to uh, be exhausted going in studying at night, late at night, or. Uh, going into going into uh, um, um, study the, the, the day after the day after a, 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 a very hard monster championship match on a Tuesday night, like you know, so they don't have to endure any of that, which is which is good. Yeah, and and terms are Donald looking at the you know the squad. It is an experienced squad. A lot of players would have, would have gained uh, plenty of exposure last year, and it's a great start when you're setting out in the new year. You know that you have a lot of the core of the team available again. Yeah, we we've been very happy with them. Yes, last year um, I think eight of the we we were in the unusual position, uh, just probably our unique position, if you like, where we had probably I think seven eight players um, that were underage again the following year. Generally, generally that doesn't happen at this age level. But from from our perspective, they they were, they were good enough and they they acquitted themselves very well. Those lads, um, so. And yeah, they bring a bit of experience, but um, um, at, at the same time, uh, the guys, some of the guys that have come through um, that, that weren't part of last year's squad, they were part of last year's under sixteen, but they wouldn't have been part of our minor panel. Um, they, they've, they've they've really stepped up as well, right? So, um, so yeah, it, it is good that you have a few boys that have a have a have a have a bit of experience of it, right? But. Um, um, yeah, they have to they have to go out and play, and it doesn't it doesn't always go well. Go go, they'll they'll be better this year than they were last year because some of those boys were absolutely phenomenal last year, um, and it it to be even a challenge to build on the the performance levels that they had last year. You shared. And indeed, also there's a, a great honour in coming to East Clare or here in East Clare in the local secondary school in Scarlet Community College, and uh, a tremendous honour for Bradford uh, in having the captaincy. Uh, with Owen Gunning having the honour of captain the team, a tremendous player, an all-star from, from last year, and a tremendous holder and a, and, and a great leader as well, Donald. Oh, yeah, he's a, yeah, Owen is, um, Owen is a, a great lad. Um, he's, um, yeah, he's, he was the teacher telling me he's equally good in the classroom, right? So, um, he's, um, <coughs> he, he, his performances last year were really, really good, good, and, um, He's taken up where he left off last year. So um, now he's a tremendous athlete and a great level-headed guy, um, mature beyond his years. To be honest, right? So um, yeah, he's he was he was a good choice as captain. And and Donald, I suppose you know, as you said, there's going to be nothing between any of the teams and any of the five teams. And with the way that the group is going, the top team gets to the final, and two and three play a, play a semi-final. And what a start! Are you welcoming the All Ireland champions to Six Mile Bridge next Tuesday night? And you no doubt they'll get a, a warm welcome. Well, hopefully it's in Six Mile Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> we we're not sure. We're still working on the venue, um, but um, no, it is. Uh, it's, the games, the two games we had with Tip, particularly the, the Munster final last year, were tremendous tussles. And they're following a very similar model to ourselves with the guards, their their minor team and their Celtic Challenge team, right? So, um, 
and they put in they put in a huge work and obviously they they they, they became All Ireland champions last year. Like but this and this will be a new group, a new crowd coming along that'll be trying to at least maintain that standard. Um so it'll be it'll be a tremendous game, definitely. Hopefully we get the weather. I mean um February was February spoiled us. Um but um hopefully hopefully we get some clearance in the next few days. And in preparation, you've had a good few challenges, you were saying, Donald. And I mean, I suppose they are great learning course for both management and, and mentors and, co- and coaches to see how lads are developing. And I suppose it's better than training. So are you happy with the progress in those challenges? Oh, yeah, they, they've, they've played a good few of the Leinster teams in Galway. And, and they're hugely competitive uh, um, because, you know, minors really... They don't do friendlies as in, as in like they they go out and play the same way whether it's the training session or a, or a, a, a challenge match or a championship match they'll they'll try and they'll try and perform to a certain level no matter what because um, they they haven't learned to um, um, coast if you like uh, yes <laughs> right so so um, but so no the the games have been really competitive and like what we see is that across the counties the the standards. Um, standard is really, really high, and how teams are prepared, uh, particularly the the conditioning of players at 16 years of age is just is just phenomenal, and it, it really it really emphasises the physicality of you, know, you can't start that stuff soon enough now. That, you know when you look at the the conditioning of some of these guys that are coming through. So in a, in a few years' time, at under 20s level, and that like it will be. Um, it'll augur for you know tremendously developed athletes playing at under twenty and then going on to senior, but it's definitely stepped up massively uh, in the last um, in the last seven or eight years uh, because players are being coached at a much young, uh, at a great at a younger and younger age uh, from uh, particularly in terms of how to do body weight exercises and stuff like that. So they're they're tremendously developed uh, from an athletic perspective by the time they hit 16, 17. Just, I was going to actually just ask a question. Obviously, there's fantastic work being done uh, with, 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 with all the, with all those lads in the S&C side of things and all that. But the, what I was going to ask was, you know, in recent, maybe recent decades or recent years anyway, one of the one of the maybe a slight weaknesses that Clare underage had was that we seemed to be lighter and maybe weaker and maybe not as tall or as strong as maybe some of the opposition teams. Have you got a good mix of, of power and height and strength as well as the fast, you know, lively guys maybe who are, who are maybe fit for more for first touch and that? Have you a nice mix there? And are you happy enough in that regard? Yeah, we'd be very happy. Um, um, the um, I think what we're very mindful of is that. Um, you know, go back to the point that these guys are only 16 um, and uh, just going on 17. So some of them are still in the middle of their growth sports and so on and so forth. So I think it's really it's really important that, that we take a long view on them and um, we're not defining them at this age. And that's why we keep the, the numbers so big within the system. So it's... Um, and there's a lot of studies done with the guards um uh, you know, grouping them and uh, you know, certain uh, <coughs> grouping the big lads together and so on at, back at the 14 and 15 age level. Yeah. Um, so we, there's a huge amount of work going on, right? But um, you know, every every young fella we have in the system is valuable to us, and I think that um, you know, even you know, the small guy, you know, this isn't all about producing county seniors. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, we will produce, hope to produce elite players. Um, for the county seniors, but we also want to produce uh, top adult players for their clubs. 
um, and they don't all have to be six foot. Um, anything but, um, as we know over the years, like you know, you see, you see, you see smaller lads, you know, uh, performing very, very well at, at club level as well, right? Yeah. So, so I think yeah, we we keep a very open mind in it. Um, last year, you know, we did we had a mix of big lads and 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 like guys were still growing. So, and it's the same this year, right? Yeah. But. Um, we're not getting hung up on uh, producing monsters because um, we know of several counties that went down that road and yeah. changed that. Yeah, and there's no doubt uh, with Donald, uh, going back to the, the structure that was set up to your four, four years ago and the proof of the pudding is in eating and it, it has been a very successful programme to date, you know, and people have, and people have players that have bought into it and such is the success of it. Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, it, 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 it's credit is due to an army of coaches Um just but, but 30 uh, plus uh, that's just on the hurling side and the new S&C coaches and um, and this 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 huge it's great work being done um, since Kieran McDermott started this at three, the end of 2018 um, so so yeah so it's um, um, and we look we've got to constantly tweak it and without it we wouldn't be competitive that's the bottom line right so it's uh, it's absolutely essential at this point and Hopefully we can continue to increase the, the the coaching capability because that's the key. Um that we have really top class coaches in it. Um so we're constantly trying to attract uh, new coaching talent into the system that'll that'll make it better. Yeah, and indeed a tremendous job you're doing on and off the field, Donald. And Donald, from here all here on Scarf Bay Community Radio, we wish all your management team, all the players in the minor and of course the Celtic Challenge squad uh, the very best of luck in the upcoming fixtures. Great stuff. Thank you, Leo. Okay, thanks, uh, lads. Thank, no, thank you for talking to Don. God bless. Bye-bye. You're listening to Sportsline on Scarlet Bay Community Radio, 88.3 and 92.7 in East Clare, around the world on scarletbayradio.com and on the TuneIn radio app. Sportsline is sponsored by Derek Credit Union. And once again, thanks to Donna Maloney for taking the time to talk to us. And now we move from the minors and their Munster Championship to the under-20s as they start their Munster Championship campaign next weekend also. And we're now joined here in studio by the manager, a well-known Wicked man, man who led St. Joseph's uh, School in Tulla to Hertie Cup, that historic Hertie Cup final uh, last year. Uh, it's Terence Fahey, all the way from Wicked Terence. You're welcome once again to Scarab Bay Community Radio. Thanks, Leo. Terms as we said the same to Donald Maloney, you know, a lot of preparations have gone in. The championship, it comes around comes around very, very fast. Absolutely, yeah. Um it has with the new new season, the new split season, you you really don't get going in earnest until first of January and then rips along very fast, you know. It's probably about ten weeks of preparation and and um yeah, we're on we're on the cusp of it now. And terms, you set it out. Obviously, you know you're in you're in your second year. You would have had a, a fair a fair idea of of coming from last year or who was who was available, who wasn't available. What structure did you set out? Uh, or what path did you follow? I, I suppose there's a there's a concerted effort among uh, in Clare GA now that um, that we had fallen behind in kind of strength and conditioning anyway. That we had uh, so we uh, you know. We're very determined that that becomes stronger on a pair with our neighbouring counties and that was the starting point really, that these lads become, you know, more 
routinely invested in year-round strength and conditioning. So um, Rob Mulcahy is the head man in Clear GA as regards that. So he has done a lot of work in setting up processes for the young lads and setting up pathways. And I suppose we're very conscious that our age group is a bridge. It's a bridge. Our primary role is to build lads up in order to go into Brian Lowen's panel. That's the way it is. And they, they would have been going in in recent years in a weaker position than their equivalents in other counties, just from pathways. And just from, you know, having people invest in expertise and time and attention and um, focus on them, and that's what we said. That's what, in line with the minor management from last year and the under twenty management and the county board, and the S and C employees of county board, that a lot of work has taken place over the last six months in Carrollohan on a very regular routine basis and that was our starting point Leo. And with that leadership and, and uh, you know I suppose expertise brought in uh, from, from, uh, from you know from, from the Clare point of view uh, had the players embraced it themselves and you know taken on board what they needed to be doing uh, I'm sure they have fully enthusiastically. Absolutely you know young fellas love you know they love routine and they love consistency and they thrive on it. And I suppose there's a there's a focal point there in Carlowan, and there's we have the people there who put together a good plan, and have marker dates along the the timeline that they re-engage the groups and they measure and they assess. And it's very easy to follow on a weekly basis, um, who's you know who's developing, yeah. and who's hitting their markers. And that's, thankfully now, that's for boys in the age groups 18, 19 and 20. And, um, yeah, young lads love it. You know, it's it's becoming, it's a big change in Irish society, as yeah. you know yourselves. Like, it's not about, you know, the gym has become a very focal point for young people. And they, lo- they love they love doing that, yeah. you know. From a, from Realistically, a, uh, terms, if a young lad, say, for the sake of Apple of 18, maybe has hardly any knowledge or experience of it at all. How long does it take to get a guy, because I mean, just think of his skills and his other aspects of his game as well and his other life, to get him up to, you know, match those those other neighbouring counties? You know, can it be done, say, in a, in a, in a year, in a 12-month period or less, or does it take a bit longer? Well, everybody starts from a different spot, you know, and I suppose we have a very good academy system in Clare now, so you can see the 18-year-olds coming into the 20s now. They have the techniques embedded and they have the, you know, they have the behaviours and they have the education and they know how to complement their weekly fitness routine with their diet and with their recovery. Like, there's fantastic academy there on a par with what's in the other counties and in some ways better. And um, we didn't have that, you know, we didn't, we didn't have that coming through, continued on. Now, look, there are many reasons from, for that, but as a county, we didn't have the structures in place on a par with the other counties. We do now. And so it depends on where you start from. And I can't give you a definitive answer. Some fellas at 18... You know, they'll come in and they'll go on their programs and they will thrive because of, you know, because of they're able to, 
they're able to latch on to everything that complements it. But it's a huge learning curved in for other fellas who are unaccustomed to any yeah. of this. And we have, you know, that's the great thing about our squad. We have every variety. We have a broad church there and we have fellas coming from a low base and a high base. But look at they're all applying themselves and they're honest about it and they're working hard. That's all we want. And yeah. in terms of hurling, in terms, you know, obviously the SNC is very important, but, you know, you have to be able to hurl as well. And, you know, as you said, you started in January. Obviously, you would have had a fair... Did you have trials or had you a fair idea of from going up and, you know, there was no doubt you, you were seeing passing the roads. To every, probably you, you saw nearly every championship match or every player more than three or four times that year. Had you a fair idea of who you wanted in your squad? Well, we had a lot of players left over from last year. Um, some are still involved. Some didn't make the course. Some opted out because the 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 workload and the level of dedication that is required at this time of the year. It's very, you know, it's no, it's hard going, and it didn't suit some lads. And um, we did. We had six trials before Christmas. We we tried to have a member of our management at all of the under twenty one. Not I can't say. All of them, but we did try to have somebody at all of the under-21 championship matches, and we also saw a fair bit of the minor championship. So um, we were we were happy enough that we were we had a good eye on what was moving in the county, and we saw a lot of the fresher hurling matches, and we were clued into the second-level competitions as well. So we continue to bring in players. You know, we continue to bring in players from to supplement training nights when we're short bodies. You know. With an eye on next year, primarily, we've a lot of players that might be. We've a kind of a subgroup of ten players that we might, we'd hope, would be coming into trial with us next November. With an eye on coming into the panel next year, and they're very aware of, you know, what we're doing, and that they're, you know, that we're 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 keeping an eye on what they're doing. In terms of supposing it's all about development and you know getting people into the system and getting them used to, you know, bringing them up to speed, trying trying to get that bit ahead. Yeah, it is. You know, um, we've often said, you know, there are, we don't have a big population of hurlers in Clare, you know, um, compared to some of our competitors. If you look over the border now in Gala, the, the volume of players, Tipperary, the volume of players, Cork, the volume of players. Um, so we do have a responsibility to find them, to identify who they are, to bring them in and try and Try, you know, we, we do paint those pictures for them that this is a journey and this is a step on the journey. And ultimately, we've seven lads up with Brian Lohan. We don't crib about that. We, you know, we, we don't, we, we, we make the point to the lads that ultimately we would love you, them all to be going up there because if we can get fellas up to that that are good enough to go up to that level, well, Brian Lohan's senior panel is going to be healthy and strong long term, you know. And the, uh, obviously the key, as you said, is to get players into into, into Brian Lohan's uh, panel, which you, you have been doing. Our, your own under-20 championship is important also, very, very important. And starting off with a game next week against uh, uh, Tipperary. You know, the, last year, in terms of the two games, you know, and Clare played, uh, I suppose, last year, the first night against Limerick, only for the, the rule that was in it, if it was a week after, Cahill O'Neill... And the, and the same night produced a, a, a master show. He, he couldn't play at All-Ireland final as it transpired later on. This year, every team plays one another. It's a, it's going to be a hectic schedule, uh, turns. 
Yeah, well, this year, I suppose, the, the good thing is it replicates the senior and it replicates the minor, and there's uniformity there now. Mm. That, you know, it's just the next logical step that why would seniors get a round robin? Why would minors get a round robin? And why would you not give under-20s a round robin when they're probably the bigger fall-off group? You know, if you look at the GEA, what is the big fall-off group? It is that post-leaving cert group, you know, that's where... So it's great from that point of view. And um, it's great from the point of view of development because we're, you know, we're better for fellas to develop themselves but under intense, you know, test, you know, and hardship and rigour of a Munster Championship. So there, there won't be excuses. And sure, it's going to be a true competition and it's going to be, um, you know, I'd be very <coughs> confident that the best team will win the competition. It's not going to be hard luck stories or poor me. And, and continuing with that vein, I mean, you know, the lads on the panel, as we said the same to Donald, uh, the lads on the panel who might themselves not think they would be making the starting 20 for a once-off game, but fellas who aren't at that, in their own minds at that level will say, after three or four games, I may well be needed. So they might see a passage of those into the, into the 20th team if injuries and form and the usual things that happen over a period of the game. So there's an incentive there for fellas who mightn't think they might make the first game but the first 15 to say I'll hang on here I'll work hard there'll be an opportunity yet with all the games coming up Absolutely Pat and that's the beauty of the round robin is that it's played over five weeks and it'll test the depth of your panel for those very reasons Um, we we, you know we'd like to think we have told the lads this we've painted the pictures for them we had a great example last year of Dermot Mullins from Crusheen he was did not make the 24 for the first round. Very disappointed and kept his head down. And uh, he got a window on the Saturday, performed very well in a 15-minute match, and he was on the team the following Wednesday. And I would contend that he was in our top five performers. And he was just... We had no problem because we'd seen, even though he didn't make our panel the first day, we had no problem putting him in because we had seen enough of the calibre that was in him to have a fair idea that he wasn't going to let the, let the side down. And it was a great... Look, at we learned a lot from that, and we, but it's a great example for this year's panel to say that that changed for him. He went from number 25 to number 5 in seven days, and he went from very, very being a very, very disappointed player to being a very, very excited player. Yeah. And um, if that can happen in seven days, what can happen in five weeks? And you, you know yourself, the, the, the season, the weather. If we start on the 22nd of March and we're going into round four on the 19th of April, you could be going from one season to another and you could be, it's, it's like it's Cheltenham week now and you, you, could have, you could have a top of the ground hurlers coming to the fore there. You know, so we'd be looking forward to seeing all of that happening now too, hopefully. You, you mentioned, you know, you have seven players whatever, in with Brian Lord's squad and, you know, uh, you know a lot of them are playing the colleges. Have you had you, how have you fixed, been fixed with access to the players at, at different times? Well, sure, we'd be very confident that we will have access to them when we need them. Um, Brian Lohan has needed them for... National League and Brian Lohan has had a good, his panel is shallow enough, even though he has a big training panel, the fitness of that panel on any given week can be shallow enough, he has the big 26 for his matches and he has needed those players, 
and uh, we've had good access and we've had, you know, we see it as a positive, you know, and we've had good access to them generally and we're hoping that while Tipperary would have, they wouldn't have anybody with a senior team. They have that advantage. We'd be hoping that the advantage that we will have is that there's no doubt that those seven players have been in a, a serious environment, environment yeah. since last the late October, and we can see physically the the, the benefits of that. And uh, you know they're training with the likes of Tony Kelly and John Conlon. And you can only learn about yeah. and, and they can only learn about and standards. And our hope then is that they will. Exactly. They will bring that yeah. back to our group. So look at we hope that that's what comes. And what comes. Those seven lads then will say being obviously required by Brian and not the turtle. Oh yeah, so they're, they're, and then the turtle level lads. A lot of them are involved there at late stage as well. Some some people are on that. Between all of those things, then have you been able to play challenges? Yeah, and if have, so, have yeah. you had play challenges maybe without some of the, with the of the maybe what you might call the stronger lads, and other lads got a chance to show, you know what they can do because of the absence of some guys. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. That's it, Pat. You know, we, we, you know, a team goes out every day and um, it's next man up. And that's the reality of what the Munster Championship is going to be. We have played a good few, I think it's seven challenge matches. Yeah. And um, between college teams and between county teams. And we have been steady enough. But the one thing that we have done in those seven matches is everybody has got day, game time. Everybody has got meaningful game, game time. And that's very important when players are... The players are, are afforded that opportunity because who wants to be who wants to be training yeah. and going to the and gym and committing night, the yeah. f five times a week and not getting their opportunity to wear the jersey and perform and, and show what they can bring to the side and I'm delighted to say that everybody has got that it's and a uh, fair approach. Yeah. Well, look at that's you know. Um, Might play off in the long run. Let's let's got a yeah. chance now. There, like blossom. Oh yeah, which we learned yeah. a lot. You yeah. know, that's when you see when yeah. when fellas are extended and tested and put under pressure. You see what mm -hmm. they um, what they can bring. Have you a full panel available? Terms all players available and ready for selection? No, we unfortunately we have a few players who have been injured and a few players who are on the brink of coming back. And um, we say locally, Ocean Clune now has had a horrible run with injuries and. He was a key man for us last year, and Oshin's a real tone setter and um, experienced, and uh, he has had an awful run. Now he's just back. He's just back, but he might be a bit undercooked for for round yeah. one. Um, Girod Sheedy was really playing very well for us in January, um, in our first two challenge matches, and he was he was possibly our best player. And then he got injured, and he has just he's just on returning to training now really and it's just come too fast for him also Rory O'Connell has broken down unfortunately John Cahill has John Cahill has had a setback as well which is going to set him back a f couple of weeks he had been going very well for us in, in um, challenge matches so they're the they're the four primary um, fellas that we, we, yeah. we, 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 you probably won't see featuring in, in, in the short term but happy enough with, with preparations, Tim, so, you know, fully confident and, and ready Oh, absolutely. To Look at the boys, the backroom team and um, all and of course, the there's other East Clare connections in your backroom team as well. Ah, yeah, we have. We have um, 
sure Brendan is Brendan is coaching co- driving the coaching there and the analysis and um, and Andrew Andrew Fahey from my own club is the is the goalkeeping coach and he's a he's built up a he he helped us out in Tulla there in the school for a couple of years and he has a great relationship built up with Shen so um, we're hoping that they have every box tick. Cathy has done fantastic work on the nutrition side. Um, like it's one thing to if you're in the gym, but if you're not complementing it with good habits as regards um, nutrition, well, what you're earning in one hand, you're giving away in the other. So that has been a big upgrade for us this year. Kind of a very very focused educational piece for the players on. You know, just healthy living and what an athlete, how an athlete can get the best, um, get the best out of themselves as regards good habit formation and that. So, yeah. In terms, there's no doubt there has been no stone left unturned in terms of preparations, but on and off the field, and it's no matter of getting performance and getting it out on on, on the pitch. Ah, yeah, well, sure, that's that's it, but that's the standard, Leo. You know, that's the standard across the country. You know, in, in, in inter-county, um, inter-county games now, you know, it all comes from the top, and there's a serious level of um, preparation involved. There's a serious level of investment involved. You know, we have to look at, we had to study what was going on across the country and see where we were as regards, you know, what was being put in. And we'd like to think that we have matched and certainly we'd like to think that our boys have surpassed some some things that are happening in other places. But I'm quite sure that we're behind the curve in other areas. That's just the reality of it. But um, as regards our panel, a lot has been asked of them and they have responded hand over fist. We've be, we'd be very happy and we'd be very, you know, very satisfied with all of the efforts they have made but the reality is once they cross the white white um, lines mm. for the Munster Championship that won't matter a piddling them you know there they come and they deliver you know they, they deliver a performance you know we've all been very aware of teams that thought they had every box ticked mm. and um, doesn't always it doesn't go in a straight line. So there'll be setbacks and there'll be all that sort of stuff upcoming in the next few weeks and sure we just hope that the boys can be strong and they can just give a very good account of themselves and you know, themselves and their clubs and their families and represent the county with pride. That's all we want. Absolutely. And with that terms we wish you and all the management team and all the players the very best to look in the upcoming championship. We look forward to it with relish and thanks for taking the time to come in here and talk to us here on Scarab Peak Community Radio. How about lads? Thanks a lot. And once again, thanks to Terence Fahey for taking the time to talk to us. And we continue on our team of management and we move from, uh, from Donna Maloney to Terence Fahey. Now we move to a member of the Clare uh, Junior and Senior Management Camogie team. I mean, part of our team here on Scarab Peak Community Radio uh, is Brendan Foley. Brendan, you're welcome once again. Hi, lads. Hi, Brendan. How's that? Brendan, um, busy weekend for, for the Camogie, a very busy weekend for management anyway, there's no doubt. You're going doing a tour a tour of the country. We are, Leo, we're going north to south, this was. Uh, we're hitting off uh, towards evening. We're playing um, Antrim above in Duncilly on Friday, Patrick's Day at half twelve. So that kicks off a, a busy Camogie weekend. Um, so we're going up... To take it on the All Ireland Champions of last year, 
Um, we had a Titanic battle with him, as you remember, above in Tullamore sure, yeah. last year. Yeah. And uh, I suppose it'll be no different on their own home patch again this year. So, yeah, we've a uh, long journey, but we've we got our league campaign off to a good start with a good win against Limerick, and we'll be looking to continue that vein of form. Yeah, and indeed, you know, it's good to get a bit of momentum, but I suppose going up into the lines in of Antrim, there's no doubt about it, but a great way to spend, spend St. Patrick's Day, but hopefully everything will work, will work out and maybe overturn the last, that unfortunate last in the Ireland semi-final last year. Then it's down to the rag on, on Saturday, Brendan, and a game against Tipperary, probably a team where you played your, probably your best camogie last year in, in the drawn Munster Championship and... and uh, semi-final of the Munster Championship and the All-Ireland Championship um, nothing between any of those teams Brendan and you know it's going to give you a fair measure of where you are at the moment Yeah I suppose you know look uh, there's no easy game now in the, in, in the league like you know what I mean you see the teams that's in the, in the group and um, like you're going from All-Ireland finalists to All-Ireland champions to All-Ireland semi-finalists to previous winners in a team now that's, that's been knocking on the door for the last number of years trying to get into the top four and tip and um, like you know we've had tough battle with them last year draw below and Torles beat them in Limerick and then back to the rag draw again in in, in, in the in the All-Ireland series and you know like um, they're under no management now as well so they're they're going to come all guns blazing, and they're they're going very well in the league at the moment, you know. But like we've used the league as sort of a stepping stone to blood some players. We've brought a few players up from the juniors from last year, have a few new players brought in, and we're we're giving them all game time. So like you know, that's that's uh, that's good. It's a good it's a good stepping stone for those girls to 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 do their trade like you know what I mean and get ready to prepare for championship and like these are the games they want to play in and we we get a measured in to see where we're going, you know, like we've we've played Kinney at home and good win. Then down to Cork and, you know, we tried a few a few players there and, you know, Cork I think were sort of when we went down last year and played them in the Munster in the Munster final, they probably said right we've to take these a little bit more serious I'm not saying they didn't take it so serious last year but maybe they weren't expecting the the, 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 the game that they got and like you know then when, when, when we went down they were say in the league they, they went all guns blazing and they're going very well in the league too and we try out a few players there and we'd be no different this weekend again going into the tip game we'd be trying out a few more players like and yeah, we we're, we'd be we would get a, a probably a picture to see where we're at, but you know we have a few injuries that were we're still undecided yet whether they'd be fit or not. But uh, yeah, it'll be a tough battle, no doubt. Um, Any time player tip me, it always it always is. Brendan, I suppose it's it's unusual in, in any league, whether it be hurling or camogie or any sport, that in your first four games you pick what are clearly the first best the four possibly best teams in the country, including we'll say yourselves there vying with tip for. For a spot, maybe after the top three or whatever, 
Um, you know, usually in a, a league like that, you might get a hard game and then maybe an e- a possibly easier game or two, maybe, and then a harder one again. You'd be able to try out more players in the so-called, inverted commas, easy game. But in fairness, you have given a few players a go, despite the fact you were playing such high standard competition and you needed some points as well. So I suppose you had to strike a balance there and you, th- you think you've that done fairly well. Yeah, like, you know, you have to give players a chance. You know what I mean? Like, John, uh, we have we have two squads there and we look to try get a balance and we're trying to bring up bring up a few players into the senior squad to develop both, both squads. So we have a panel of 24, 25 on both squads and, like, it's important that, you know, they get game time and no better place than going down to the likes of Tip or down to Cork or playing Kilkenny you know, to to find out. And, like, you know, in fairness, the players we put in, young Abby Walsh and Ellen Casey, Lisa Ryan, you know, they've stood up to the challenge and, you know, the, the, um, it, it's great like that. And it's, it's good for them to get into that environment and, and gives us a chance to see where they're at as well. Like, you know, I remember going back a number of years ago talking to Anthony Daly and I asked him a question. Well, Joe, you know, when you're looking for a player... But Joseph Timberk is playing forward, and he says, "Look, when you're looking for a player, he says to play whatever position it is you want to see can they mark against the best." Like, and he was we were talking about the wing forward. And he says, "You're looking on the wing forward to, to mark the likes of Sean Oak, and that's what you're looking when you're bringing these girls up. You want to see can they compete against the Ashley Thompsons and the McGraths and all the all these great players that's out there. Like, you know what I mean?" And and uh, that's that's the level that you want to strike to, like you know, and you're you're mentioning teams there, like you know, Tip breaking in and Galway. Don't forget your Watford there as well, like that made the breakthrough last year as well. So they're they're like you know, there's there's a good five or six teams there trying to get into that top four at the end of the year, and like you know, it's it's a the it, Camogie is getting very very competitive, like now. So you need to have a squad and a, and a depth in the squad, and that's what we're trying to. To get really out of the league, yeah, and there's no, you know, you know, there's no doubt you've set out your set out your stall to try out the players of the league and get them ready uh, come championship time, and of course that's the, that's going to be the barometer of, of all. And we wish you the very best uh, look in uh, the, the match on Saturday and and beyond. Brendan, before we let you go, uh, the Clare Hurland team unfortunately came a cropper last Sunday against Galway, probably more or less dinted their league hopes, depending on results that go the way. How do you think the league has been um, looking from the outside for Clare Hull- for the Clare holders, Brendan? It's a funny league, like, you know, um, I suppose, like, after the match in Limerick, there was a lot of people scratching their heads, where are we going? And, you know, it was I was in there that night and like, you know, walking out of the, the, the Gaelic grounds only baiting six points, it felt like a twelve or a fourteen point baiting, like you know what I mean? They were so dominant. And then we go down to Wixford and we put in a master class display, um like I think we'd four seventeen in the first half <clears throat> and and you're there, you know, He's bringing back a few players again. I think Kelly came back that day, and a few more came in, and and like you know, you there's there's a question there. What are our teams afraid to even win the league? You know the way the structure of the the with the championship is that they're getting ready for it. And you know, I heard one theory that maybe you know this 
know, some teams are showing their hand too much and maybe clear one of those that you see last year the the, the after the Munster final, <coughs> you know, we sort of from the absolute kitchen sink at Limerick it was a crack in Munster final. But we never raised that heights again. Um, we were very low power against Wexford and we hold for 10 minutes and got over the line and then we were blown over Kilkenny maybe they're coming with a different tactic this year that they want to come in more fresher and like again Lohan is trying out new players as well you saw young Adam Hogan there the last they brought in um, like I still think we have a few there's a few positions I would worry about as regards our team I still think that cornerback spot, even where Adam was playing the last day. He's up for grabs. Like, you know, we had Rory Hayes in there. You know, you, we saw the way things happened there last year. Uh, I don't think they're with Ryan is flying. No. You know, um, the low, so... Malone isn't going that, well. No, but, you know, I, I Malone to me is championship. When, when the championship comes, he, he seems to deliver. You know, you, you'd start to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, but, like, you know, you don't know what way they're training. Like, you know, we all hear the same thing with the counties are going with the training blocks. Are done different? Are done different radars? Like, you know, they're, they're looking ahead. They you know, they want to see what way things are going. And, like, it, it is a funny league that way. Like, you see the counties like Tip and Cork that are looking to try out bodies and there's teams going gung-ho for it and, I think they're the like. I still think Limerick could win the league. That's been honest about it. I don't see anything there to stop them at the moment. They seem to be pushing aside everyone at ease. And I think if they get to the league final, we're clear at. I think we're sort of fifty-fifty to know where we're at really. And Brenda, uh, just bring it on the subject we're talking about now, and maybe to uh, kind of put it into a nutshell. Do you think you can rely at all on these league games currently? Cork, tip flying it will say Waterford flew late last year to the final we saw what happens afterwards can you if you're good in the league or bad in the league can you rely on it at all in terms of what will happen in about five or six weeks time well you see I suppose tip and Cork are coming in from a different angle like you know you saw tip won no game last year in the championship Cahill is coming in he's trying out bodies the players want to impress he's probably trying out a few bits and pieces uh, you know, you saw he tried, uh, looked at Mikey Breen there full back. Now he's out wing back. Uh, you know, so they're, they're looking to try hit the ground running. Cork the same with Pat Ryan. You know, he's tried out. I heard something like, has he gone through 36 players, I think, in the league? Some astronomical figure like that. You know, so like, there are two counties that's coming from a different view. Limerick are going down the road. They're blooding a few players. We know who they are. But, you know, they're, they're freshening it up the whole time. Like, you know, uh, as Claire, like, you know, what do you want out of the league? You probably want to find a couple of players, but is it the be-all and end-all? I still, I still think, you know, that's, as I said earlier on, we, we still have a couple of issues. Uh, is Foodie going to nail down the goals? It looks very like it. He seems to be getting more game time in there. Um, but, you know, we haven't seen Shane O'Donnell yet. You know, is he going to surface against Cork? I don't know. That's the only game, isn't it, before the championship? That's our last game before the championship. 
Yeah, yeah, it's an interest. It's an interesting one, Brendan. You know, last year he didn't come back until six weeks and before the before the whole thing and and see what he what he turned out. You know that again, again, Brendan. That first match in the championship is going to define. You know, Clare went down to Simple Stadium last year against Torles and turned over Tipperary, who had defeated Waterford the week before, and it set up Clare's season. It seems very much like we're going down, depending on 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 one match like that to turn the season again, Brendan. We will because you know your your home games are crucial in this format, and like Tip Tip will come. No matter what happens in the league for Tip, they're going to come all guns blazing. You know, with Cahill involving them, they're going to be fit. They're going to be well, 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 well oiled machine, and like you know, he's he. There's players there that. Uh, He's trying to blood as well, and they'll they they want to, they'll want to hit the ground. They they will probably target the Clare game. That's the way a Tip would go. Like you know, they'd say we have a chance here with this uh, if we can get off to a win because they know if they could, they can win in this, Clare are going down the following week to the Gaelic grounds. Yeah. So you know that's to me is the big game for Clare. Win that game first game, you'll have your points in the board. If you don't win it, the pressure didn't go down to Limerick to win, and the likelihood of that happening, you're going to have to go to the kitchen sink again to try bait them down there. Do you want to be doing that so early on in the in the competition? You know what I mean. Uh, yeah. But your home games are crucial. Yeah. That's if you can get the win on the board, it takes the pressure off you, like you know, because like Davy with Waterford, uh, we have Waterford where is it in Tullis? Yeah. Right. So, so like that would suit Waterford. I think actually, with Waterford are playing below at home, that pitch doesn't suit them. I think the bigger, the bigger pitch, the the game, the play, like you know, um, Torles and suit them. But every game Waterford seems to go out at the moment. They seem to have a man sit off. Yeah. So, it, it, know, it, it, I think every game in the league, you'll have to question their discipline. Um, but uh, you know, it's going to make for an. Uh, uh, an absolute brilliant championship because you know you're 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 waiting to see now what teams are going to come out with because there is there they are holding back in the league and I think you know it 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 it, it can be like you know if you get to the league final what break have you after the, is it two weeks yeah two weeks, two weeks even yeah. that you have a two week break it's nothing do you want to be getting to a league final it's nothing like you know what I mean going into a heavy schedule. Of, of of Munster Championship games, so like you know, maybe they're coming from a different angle and uh, clear air and they want to, to to hit the ground running. Which I, I, I have a feeling they will, but I just still think there's one or two little areas where we need to tighten up. I thought last year a cornerback there, as I said with Rory Hayes, is he, he? I see him going around there with his hand in a, in, in, in 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 a plaster there last week. I don't know how bad it is or how long he's out for, but. Uh, you know, John Conlon played well the last day for Clare, I thought. But if you looked at the Galway game, it was so open. Yeah. You know, it was just wide open. To, uh, I heard people draw comment in. It was, it was like a challenge match in a draw. Opening the pitch, yeah. It, yeah. It didn't yeah. Just see, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just so open. There was no intensity in it. Like, you know, so you'd have to say, like, they're. There's no interest in the league. That's the you, can't, you, can't rely, you just can't rely on, on performances in the league, I think, at all. At all you at can't all. rely on performance, no, but no. you know, to go back to the point that the Munster Championship, that first game in Tullis, or against in, 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 in Innes, in is, is, is as big as a Munster final because 
where you're going the following week. Yeah, exactly. Down to down to, down to the lines in Limerick, and if you have, can have your two points in the board, and no matter what happens in Limerick, you're 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 somewhere on track. Like yeah. yeah, Brendan, the time is cut up on us. It's good to talk to you, and you know, safe journey. Uh, up, up north and back oh, yes, down right. and the very best look to everybody there in, 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 in the rag later on and uh, we hear that you, you, you were sponsoring the weekend from your winnings of, of Cheltenham earlier in the week as always Brendan well, Foley well, well, well Leo with my, with my winnings this weekend do I want to get past Port Hill never mind <laughs> 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 Brendan as always good to talk to you and thanks for taking the time to talk to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio no matter that best look at the weekend bye bye and once again, thanks to Brendan Foley for taking the time to talk to us. Pat, before we conclude our show today, we cannot but mention the big game later on in, in the rugby. Going for a Grand Slam, you know, first one since, nine, two, since 2018, fourth one overall. The old enemy, England, coming down, a very battered England. I suppose, Pat, really, the biggest opponent for Ireland today is themselves. You're possibly right, yeah. The occasion as well, it probably is the, is, is, is the opponent as such because I heard Tyke Furling during the week was interviewing and he was saying they were going to play the game on his merits and forget the whole thing about the occasion that they have to take that approach. I think Keane Healy was on about that too. Um, look at this magical thing to look forward to at home in, in the Aviva against the old enemy after a brilliant week in Cheltenham. Uh, Paddy's weekend as well. There's all, you know, the stars are lined up to to have it as a fantastic uh, climax to the weekend. Oh, but there's always the banana skin that England are hurting. England have a huge pick. You know, they could, I'm, I'm not sure of the team that was named, but there's four or five changes. So um, they have a huge pick to, uh, to bring in and laugh, an awful lot of strong clubs over there, even though I suppose, you know, there are weaknesses there building their game. They're under 20s aren't going well, for instance. But that's the broader picture. This evening at five, five o'clock, um, I think form could go to into an extent. What I'll be hoping is you'd imagine England might start well because they simply have to. They'll be so mad to get back chomping at the bit to show that they aren't as bad as last weekend. So you know you wouldn't be surprised maybe England took the lead. But I think as the game goes on, Ireland should grind them down, move them around the place. You know the pack, move that English pack or another place over, over and back because they're never too mobile. And uh, you'd be hoping that, uh, as I said, you know if we have the same. Input from the lads doing the unusual things, less like you know, Van der Fleer taking throws and and Keane yeah, Healy, no, no yeah. that anything that runs better comes up, they'll be able to handle it. Fantastic display against Scotland. Uh, hopefully, Doris is fit again and she and Bayard, good addition, I think, as well. Uh, Hinshaw, of course, as well. So, look at uh, the squad is strong, that's what they try to build. And with a squad that's strong, it, it should be glory by about about uh, six quarters or seven on, on, on this evening, but uh. There's always the possibility of England smiling the party if they can at all, wouldn't they love to? But I don't think they will. Yeah, and I suppose going back to our first programme of the year, Michael Madden forecast a grand stem without any any problem and I think he's going to be proved right. Well, we all hope so. Look at has really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great day of sport. Yeah, without doubt. Pet, as always, thanks to you. And that concludes our sports and show here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with their Credit Union on 88.3 and 92.7 FM. Once again, as I said, Pat, thanks to you. Thanks to our guests, Don Maloney, Terence Fahey and Brendan Foley. Thanks to the man in control, our Jim Collins, for keeping the show going here for us. And thanks very much to you for listening. And we hope that you'll join in, join, and tune in and join us later as we broadcast Clare and Tipperary in the very Gmogi League from the reg. And from me, until then, Leo Dial is Bannock Day, August Lawn.